want the money. I want the title. And I can get it because I'm already doing the work. You've thought it. Now it's time to actually believe it. You're listening to Her Next Career Move, the safe space where you'll learn how to stop your mind from career blocking you so you can claim the wealth and work you deserve. I'm Dr. Jasmine Escalera, a career-minded Latina turned Forbes featured coach, and I'm ready to have some candid conversations about how you can build the confidence to step into the career you know you deserve. All right, now let's get going. I have a declaration for you. I love (laughs) creating quitters. (laughs) I feel like I have found my passion. (laughs) Getting women of color to feel so inspired to quit any career, job, or company that doesn't truly fit who they are and give them what they need and deserve and find the careers that truly feel aligned to who they are, walking a path that they actually want to walk in jobs that align with their passion and purpose and working for companies that actually give a sugar honey iced tea about them as women of color, their expertise, and expect them to bring it into every room they step into. And that's why I created the Professional Quitters, which is an exclusive group coaching program for women of color job seekers who want to hand in that resignation letter and step into the career, the job, the company that is the right fit for them. To stop with all this fake BS and to finally internally feel their desires and live them. I love when my women hand in them resignation letters and come with them big smiley faces, ready to share the jobs they're stepping into and the money they are now making, 20, 30, 40, even $90,000 more. Yes, that happened for one of my clients. And that's why I truly designed the professional quitters so that I could teach women of color the secrets to becoming a quitter, to never putting up with anything less than they deserve, and to truly identify what that next step is for them and claim it. But there's something really fun that I also love to do with my quitters. And within the Professional Quitters Group Coaching Program, I love also helping these amazing women identify how they're going to show up in this new opportunity as that bomb baller badass they truly know they are. Because when we land these new opportunities, it is a new opportunity for us to define 
that person we want to be and to shed all of the things we want to let go of. This is what happened with a recent client of mine. And oh my God, her win, oh, it touches my heart. She came to me as a woman of color who wanted to quit her job so deeply and so badly because she was not feeling valued. As a woman of color, she felt like leadership wasn't seeing her. As a woman of color, she knew she had some amazing ideas and ways to contribute to her organization, but nobody wanted to hear her out. As a woman of color, she was up in there putting in the work but still not making the money she knew she deserved to be making. As a woman of color, she felt like she was being taken advantage of. The great work she was putting in was being taken advantage of. And she wasn't being given the growth opportunities she knew she truly should have. And when we started working together, something really dope happened. I asked her the question of, Yo, let's dream right now. Tell me the job you really want to work. Tell me the company you really want to work for. What's that culture like? What does it feel like when you're there? What are they giving you that you know you need to thrive? Tell me how much money you really want to make. I had her go to that place, that dream state, and she let it all out. And I remember... (laughs) (laughs) I remember her saying, because her list was mighty long, I remember her saying, I don't even know that this exists. I don't even think that this is possible. And I kept telling her, you just got to believe it. You just got to believe that you deserve it. And she did, so much so that she ended up quitting her job. And she ended up going into a job search so fiercely, knowing that her opportunity was coming. She was vetoing interviews. She was vetoing companies because they did not align with what she wanted. She had the energy of, I am only going to accept what I know I deserve. And she approached the job search from such a powerful mindset, it was brilliant to watch. And she landed that job. Yes, that laundry list, every single item on it was checked off. And in fact, she sent me a message when she accepted the job offer saying, I remember that first session And I remember thinking in the back of my head, this wasn't possible for me. And here it is. I got my job. And not only did she get her job, she also got $27,000 more in salary and became the six-figure earner she wanted to be. Not only was I proud of her, I was ready for what we were coming into next. We were coming into defining who she was going to be when she stepped into that opportunity that was the right opportunity for her because now she could unleash. She knew exactly what she needed to step up, to step out, 
to use her voice, to feel like she could be herself in the workplace. And she got it. So now she got to define version 2.0 and version 2.0 was going to be banging. And I love to do this with my clients to really identify how you're going to step into this space that you curated for yourself and be that person you want to be. And I'm going to tell you four things that I do with all my clients when they get that job offer so that they can step into their new position, mighty fresh, mighty ready to conquer it all. The first thing I always do with my clients who are ready to start their new job, their new opportunity, who have handed in the resignation letter and are ready to go, is I have them define who is the confident woman that is going to be showing up on day one. Define her. What does she think about herself? What does she think about this opportunity? How does she feel about herself? And what is she doing and not doing anymore? To really get tapped into those behaviors that you want to step into and the behaviors that you truly don't want to do ever again. So you may be saying to yourself, I left that job because it was so toxic and I never had the opportunity to speak up in meetings and to claim my ideas. Then you want to be that woman in this new opportunity that you curated for yourself. You want to be that woman that is, that is showing up in every meeting and allowing yourself to say to you, my ideas matter, and then voicing them. You really want to get clear on those behaviors. And a few episodes ago, I talked about how to create Beyonce-level confidence. If you have not listened to that episode, go and listen to it after this one because you'll get some tips and strategies that are amazing that I've used and that I use with my clients. All in all, you got to really define this confident woman before you step in day one, right? This is prep work. And the second thing that I love to do with all my clients when they are getting ready, they've handed in that letter, they are getting ready for that new opportunity is this one's going to be big. What boundaries do you have to set for yourself And what boundaries do you know you're going to need to set with your manager, with your team, with leadership? We are unfortunately typecasted as the workhorse. And that comes a lot from those dirty imposter syndrome mindsets of, I have to prove myself. Because when you think you have to prove yourself, You will go into a space and truly believe, I need to be heads down. I need to get that work done. And imposter syndrome really does creep up when you are doing things that are new. And starting a new job is prime time for imposter syndrome. 
So this is the moment to really think about what are the boundaries that I need to set in order to be the confident career woman I have just defined for myself. What boundaries do I need to set with those around me? How am I not going to be labeled as that workhorse? How am I not going to allow myself to go into that space of, I have to do more? No, you have to be strategic, right? How do I stop myself from going there by really being firm around the boundaries that I set with and for myself? And how do I hold that boundaries with those around me? And the third thing I really, really need for all of my clients to do when they are stepping into their curated opportunity, and I want y'all to think about this, is what do you need to release? What do you need to leave behind in order to be this new person you want to be? And this is so incredibly important. And I have to tell you that this was essential for me and it's essential for my clients who have worked in toxic workplaces and are leaving a toxic environment. You have to think about how you release the trauma, which can be difficult. And I know, and you may need some support through this one, but you're going to have to think about how you let that go. Because here's what I see happen. Here's the patterns that I see start to come up. And thankfully, my clients have me to support them through this. But I also saw this with me. You've curated this environment. You found the place that is right for you. But because you are still carrying the trauma and effects of that toxic work environment, You start to trip yourself up thinking, oh, it can't be this good. There has to be something and I am going to find it. You start to look for all the reasons why the patterns have repeated instead of trusting that you did the job right that you truly did find the place for you and allowing for that organization to be a separate entity from what you have experienced in the past. You take your trauma into this new environment and guess what happens? If you believe it's there, you will start to see it. You will almost even start to create it. And so I want you to think about how And what do I need to let go of? And so much of experiencing traumatic workplaces and really releasing that for me and for so many of my clients is tapping into some really hard stuff, forgiveness and gratitude. And when I say gratitude, you don't have to be grateful for the bad, but sometimes just seeing anything you can be grateful for can be really helpful in helping you let go. Even if it is, I was able to pay my bills. I was able to feed my family. I was able to contribute to a 401k. Attaching to that gratitude can be helpful to just let the pain start to subside. And it won't fix it in a moment, but it can help the process moving forward. 
And when I talk about forgiveness for me, I had to forgive myself because I had stayed in toxic workplaces for way too long. I had stayed in situations that I should not have stayed in when it came to my career and my job. But you know what? I had to forgive myself because it is hard to let go of a job when you have bills to pay. And so I had to forgive myself and know that I couldn't just make a split decision. I had to live. And that's why toxic workplaces and these toxic environments are so detrimental. Because these environments are attached to our livelihood and our money. I had to forgive myself for choosing safety and security over sometimes my well-being. You also have to forgive anyone who was involved in that experience. And I said in the beginning, this is not easy, but it's a process that can help with the release. And the last thing I want you to think about when you've handed in your resignation letter and you are ready to step into that new amazing opportunity is, what is the professional relationship you want to have with your boss, with leadership, with your team, with those around you? And what do you want that to look like? We talk about being valued, right? We're leaving environments or companies or bosses because they don't value us. But now you're in this new opportunity where people can value you the way that you want to be valued. And you have to tell them what that is. You have to communicate that. And so thinking about the relationship that you want to have with your supervisor, whether you want it to be more about mentorship, guidance, thinking about your team and how you want to learn from them, thinking about leadership and how you want to engage with them so that you could potentially have sponsors that are looking out for you as you grow in the organization. These are things that I want you to consider so that you can have a completely different experience in this different experience. When we leave our jobs, when we hand in that resignation letter and we are stepping into better, it is natural for us to feel like it is going to be different, like we get to start over again and we get to have a completely different experience. And you do. But only if you consider and think about these things, who you want to be when you're stepping into that space and how you want to engage with those around you, what behaviors, powerful, strong behaviors you want to emulate because you've been wanting that, what boundaries you need to set with yourself and others so that you can firmly hold strong to the experience you want to have in this new experience. What you want to release and let go of so that it doesn't dictate and determine what this new journey is for you based off of what the old ones were and what kind of relationship you want to have with those around you so that you can lean on them. Tell them how you need to be treated and what you need. 
All of this is what will help you become and be successful in this new opportunity that you curated for you. And that's the magic of this. You made this happen. So why not then make it the best damn opportunity for you you've ever had? So if you are ready to hand in your resignation letter and truly step into the career, the job, and the company you want, making up to 50% more in your paycheck, because that's what happens, you have got to learn more about the professional quitters. There is a link to join the waitlist so you can learn about the next enrollment right in our show notes. I want this for you. And I want to be coaching you on all four of these things that I talked to you about in this episode right after you quit. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the podcast. It has been so fun to be able to provide this to you and just to drop knowledge, gems, support, frankly, all the things I wish I had had when I was in my career. All right, y'all. Until next time. That's all for today's show. Now that you know what you know, it's your move. So girl, get out there and make it. And if you have suggestions for topics you'd like me to talk about in the next episode, perhaps something that might help you get unstuck, then let me know by sending a DM on our Instagram page at her next career move. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe to the show to support our movement to flood the work world with dope women of color ready to take it over.